0: Good morning to you all. Before I begin my talk, I think I need to say this first. Since we are trying this new, new approach to speak to you through a camera, it's a bit unnatural. So I made up my mind to make a smile. I think this way I can loosen up my self-conscious. Are we adaptable to change? When the world found out that a novel virus had broken out in Wuhan, China, this news bothered me from the very beginning, even though it was happening only in China. It bothered me because I was preparing for the pilgrimage trip to Korea this May with folks with, from our community. I know and I know how closely Korea and China are bonded geographically and economically. I thought that if the COVID-19 made its foothold in Korea, and if it were not well controlled soon enough, the virus outbreak could obviously affect the upcoming trip, and it surely did. The trip is now postponed until next year. Now the virus has reached out all over the world, showing its clever, unforgiving face. We learned that pretty much everything should be postponed, everything non-essential. Most social gatherings have stopped for the time being. Most people agree with these changes. What we used to take for granted have become non-essential parts of our life in the midst of this crisis. Recently, I was talking to my friend in Korea who is a hospital pharmacist. She told me that she previously took her seemingly mundane life for granted, but now realizes that it is precious, not ordinary. We, too, here in the U.S., hear ourselves saying the same thing as we experience the sudden deprivation of our day-to-day freedoms. What a life lesson it is! Thanks to an unexpected, seemingly surreal life challenge, we get to be enlightened to the truth of interconnectedness. The absence of cautious behavior can directly cause harm to our loved one's well-being. After all, human beings, particularly in this contemporary society, are truly connected. Because of the appearance of coronavirus, now we see ourselves as one giant organic body. Although we strongly miss our freedom and want to regain our social engagement in person, it is unsure when this is going to be possible again. Is your anxiety about this eating you up day by day? Is your motivation being lost? Are you frustrated with your children and spouse next to you all day long? Or are you just annoyed by all these happenings? The virus itself has no harmful intention. It just appeared because it was met with certain causes and conditions. Likewise, anxiety, worry, frustration, and fear, these human reactions to it are pure. This is nobody's fault. This is just what it is. But human beings are not mere numbers. Each life is noble as it is. This fact alone suffices for why we practice what we practice in the wake of COVID-19. Since we are put in challenging circumstances anyway, why don't we then accept this situation and positively And passionately challenge ourselves. I mean, this virus outbreak can be a good chance for us to learn how much we can be adaptable to a retro neo-novel style of living. The other day, Drew, our temple practitioner, shared an image of a monk in meditation. Drew added a note about it. Most people call it quarantine. Buddhists call it a retreat. The difference between quarantine and a retreat is where the intention comes from. If it comes from an external force, it is quarantine. If it is from self-motivated intention, it can be a retreat. This self-motivation allows us to be more adaptable and more flexible to external challenges. Charles Darwin said, It is not the strongest of the species that survives, nor the most intelligent that survives. It is the one that is most adaptable to change. This is quite a timely idea in the present time, isn't it? actually, whether we agree with this idea or not, we are still being forced to adapt to rapid daily changes these days. Although online individual broadcasting like YouTube began many years ago, I was not remotely interested in this process until last week, last week when our temple first tried, online live streaming as a substitute for in-person weekend gatherings. Right now, I am speaking to you through a tiny camera while at the same time looking at myself in the screen. How weird. This is not my favorite way to communicate with people. Right now, I am not feeling very much at ease, even though I'm telling you, may you be at ease. So you're looking at that person who is doing her best to register this new system as a practice of being adaptable and being flexible. So if you are like me, here is a universal mantra. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. Now, seriously, even if we do resist our current unfamiliar forms of living, we will still be okay. We can endure. I can endure having this service online instead of in person, even though I'm not generally a huge fan of this disembodied approach. But if we proactively practice being flexible to the changes, we can retrieve our inner freedom even while having limited social connection with each other. If we are flexible enough, this practice of social distancing and hunkering down will become our spiritual practice just as it is in a retreat. Even if there is nothing we can do about something, we can still change our attitude towards it. Now is a great time for us to bring a chilled-out attitude to our lives. Step up, face it, and chill out. Master San has a Dharma teaching on this very topic. It speaks about being flexible based on the truth of change. It reads, Being into non-being, non-being into being, turning and turning in the ultimate. Being and non-being are both void. Yet this void is complete. This is called the transmission verse. What is transmission verse? In the Buddhist schools of North Asia, there is a tradition for masters to pass down their final dharma teaching in a special way. This is a transmission verse, and it is a condensed dharma teaching written as a poem. In the past, a transmission verse was secretly passed down to only a chosen disciple from their master teacher. It was shared just before the teacher's death. However, the founding teacher of One Buddhism, So San, shared his transmission verse in 1941, which was long before his passing. He shared it not just with one disciple, but with the public. This transmission verse is the gist of his teaching on the truth of Sang, that contains non-reality, marvelous existence, and pure awareness. It is pure awareness that connects the realms of non-duality and marvelous existence. Let me read this poem once again. Being into non-being, non-being into being, turning and turning in the ultimate. Being and non-being are both void Yet this void is complete. At first glimpse, this poem can sound confusing and unclear. But there are two ways we can understand Sute San's transmission verse. One is through rational analysis. This means we dissect this poem word by word. The other way is through contemplation. This understanding requires a direct experience of the phenomenon of the present as it is and obtaining awakening to it. First, let's approach this poem through a logical thinking process. After sharing his poem, Master Sothesan explained, being is a realm of change. Non-being is a realm that is unchanging. Being means change in this verse, and it is often expressed as impermanence. Non-being means unchanging, and it is often expressed as permanence. Again, the word being is related to change and impermanence. The word non-being is a synonym for unchangingness and permanence. In the section of inquiry into facts and principles within the threefold study, being and non-being is described as the cycle of changes in the universe. What are examples of change in permanence? Seasonal change, the life and death of sentient beings, the ups and downs of life events, grace from harm, and harm from grace. What is true is that the universe, living beings, and human life events are in a cycle of change. The coronavirus and its powerful influence on earth are one manifestation of the truth of change. Yet these changes are made possible because of the underlying principle of non-being, unchangingness. This aspect of truth has no shape. It is unseeable and untouchable, but it functions all the time. The truth of non-being, permanence, is the foundational vessel for all things in the universe. Now, let us look at Master Sothe transmission verse through contemplation. If we look at reality through the lens of the eye of an enlightened person, these two principles change and unchangingness are not two, but one reality. Master San said, Being and non-being are mere expressions offered as a teaching device so, what is the point of saying that these are both void or complete? After crossing a river, a boat is no longer useful. Likewise, after mastering a, mastering a dharma, words become burdensome. As long as our spiritual practice is applied to our daily life, logical argument is non-essential. Spare yourself from conflict. Instead, let there be only breaths, walks, and embodiment, and just go with the flow. This is how we can apply the teaching of Master San's transmission verse through an aspect of contemplation. These days, With coronavirus, there are many innovative ways to cope with life's challenges. For example, you can reach out to great sources through the Internet. There are many ways to connect socially and many ways to shop online. So, you you just need to discern what is helpful for you. The Internet is a valuable source of information. Many good articles and teachings are available there. So study them and apply them to your own circumstances. Overall, awakened to the reality you are in. The things that are happening right now, right here. If you're with your children, be with them fully. You might have already found yourself enjoying having your family closer than ever. If you live by yourself, you may wish to make friends with your solitude through meditation and reflective journaling. This can guide you to walk towards your true friend within. Even though we may have all these good resources and ideas right in front of us, it is we who need to bravely approach them. So, step up and face it. Embrace your reality positively. The world is constructed by the truth of change and unchangingness. Awaken to this truth. Be willingly flexible where change must occur. At the same time, refrain from making changes when change is not necessary. This is what we can learn from Master Sutehan's transmission verse. So now, how do you like this poem? I'd like to invite you to join me reading, reading this poem together. You may repeat after me. Being into non-being, non-being into being. Turning and turning, turning and turning in the ultimate. Being and non being are both void. Yet this void is complete. Thank you. I wonder how historians will document. What the world is experiencing as it is surrounded by this virus outbreak. Many stories will be shared after this turmoil subsides. But in the meantime, let us keep focusing our mind and spirit in the present. Let us fully embrace the changes around us and let us challenge ourselves boldly.